When I was six years old, I broke my leg. I was running from my brother and his friends. And tasted the sweet perfume of the mountain grass I rolled down. I was younger then. Take me back to when I found my heart broke it here, made friends and lost them through the years. And I've not seen the boring fields in so long. I know I've grown, but I can't wait to go home. Everybody, we are back on the Foul Ball Podcast, presented by the Foul Ball Podcast, where everything related to us is found at our website, foulballpodcast.com. So we are here to talk with you today about the series against the Cincinnati Reds, which, surprisingly enough, is the first time we've really played them in quite a while, especially at home. And so that was cool to see how we were able to play them at home. And especially being at Fenway, the Cincinnati Reds fans really traveled well, like really, really, really well. There were a ton of Reds fans. And of course, you know, it was kind of difficult to tell at first. You really had to do a double take because obviously they're very similar colors to the Red Sox. And so it was cool to see that a lot of fans did decide to come out, take a little vacation and spend the time with us because Funny enough, the Reds won the series, and somebody was telling me that if the Reds won the series, well, they won the series, but if they swept the Red Sox, they would have been one of the first teams or one of the very small handful of teams to have swept the Red Sox at Fenway. They already swept the Cubs at Wrigley. And they would have been one of the handful of teams to do that within the last like 70 years or something like that. So that was pretty crazy to hear that. So the fact that the Red Sox lost the series against the Reds, who have been struggling a little bit, was sort of sad, right? The Reds, I believe, had a losing record at the time being, and we had a winning record again in a good division where teams have been doing really well. Currently, we are playing the Tampa Bay Rays, and that's been that. But it was a really good opportunity for the Red Sox to pull ahead, really gain the momentum that they've been lacking. And they did. And a lot of folks are, and I keep talking about this fact that it's just so many little, simple things that make them lose the game. It's more than just the pitching, right? Watching the game yesterday against the Tampa Bay Rays. It was kind of dreadful, really. A game where we were in it for quite a while until towards the end because of the fielding. The fielding, the fielding, the fielding. Right, and I know for a while, at least the last few days, we've had Kike Hernandez at shortstop rather than in the outfield. And even in that sense, to watch him... It's been frustrating because even there's been games where he hasn't taken an extra second because I think he's so used to being in the outfield where he really needs to get the ball, throw it in immediately, and hopefully 
something comes out of it. And that's what he's doing in the infield, so he's not used to having that extra second or two. So when he's throwing that ball a shorter distance, a little quicker, he's overthrowing everybody or even underthrowing. I mean, there's been throws he's made where it's been way over somebody's head or he hasn't basically been able to throw it at all. There was one play he had within the last few days where he literally chucked the ball to the ground just going to second, which was only maybe 20 feet away at most. And he tried to chuck it so hard where it literally just went down the ground, did roll, bounce, did whatever he wanted to do. So even something like that, throwing that short distance and can't even get there and can't even get the out, that costs us runs by just doing that. Okay, and even in the game yesterday against Tampa, there was a throw that was made to home plate to try to get the runner going home out. Of course, that was way to the left of the plate. And then the catcher decides to throw it to second to try to get the runner out at second. Not even close to the second baseman, right? So the ball went out to center field. Jaron Duran runs over to pick it up. And at that point, a couple more runs scored. And there goes the game. A game in which we were tied. We very easily could have won that game, but something as simple as that ruined all our chances. Ruined it. Right, so I know we had an opportunity to win the first game against the Reds on Tuesday, right? Tuesday's game, it got to a point where the Reds, towards the middle of the game, hit a grand slam. That's right, you heard that right. The Red Sox let up a grand slam, hit out towards the monster, made it over the monster, and there's a score of eight to zero against the Reds. And so, you know, it's incredibly important to mention the fact that we, it's just so frustrating, right? This stuff can't happen. So we let out the runs, eight to zero, heading towards the end of the game. And it looks like there's really no hope. And to make it even worse, they scored another run to make the lead that insane. And so, there we are looking at a daunting situation. A lot of people at that point left because it looked like we were going to lose. And of course we did lose the end. But the fact of the matter, the last couple of innings, we just had a rally. So the attempt to come back occurred and there was just a lot of singles, a lot of doubles, just a lot of hits out to center field or the outfield in general. It's not like they were hitting like home run after home run after home run. I kind of liked that. The fact that they didn't hit a gazillion home runs and decided to win that way. I kind of like seeing the puzzle pieces of the smaller hits just work out the way they did. And they did work out, you know, between the hits, the walks, and what have you. But of course, at the end of the day, we had the tying run at third base, 90 feet away. And what happens? We, we messed it up. We got out and we didn't get it. So... That was the game on Tuesday. Wednesday, we went on to losing the game 5-4. to four. That's right. We lost the game 5-4. to four. So that wasn't a pretty one. Again, a game in which 
was just written by mistakes and just silly hurrahs and to-dos and that just happened the way it did. And so then we went on to the next game, the first game in June, right? We had a game June 1st, start off the month, and we started the month off strong with a win of 8-2. to two. So not as bad as the previous two games, but again, it's a series loss, a loss in which could have easily been prevented. So now that brings the question of what are we going to do, right? I mean, right now we're fifth and batting average, which I'm happy about. I don't mind being fifth. Runs were fourth, again, happy about. It's just the defense. That is the major question. I mean, our offense is partly fine. I'm fine with the way they've been performing. It's been great. But especially when you talk about earn runs average, ERA, we're 25th, right? Very different from like the fifth and the fourth on the offensive side. And then our whip is 16th. It's frustrating. <laughs> Offense wins, wins games. Defense wins championships. And our defense hasn't come back from the offseason. Right? They're still on vacation. So, it's something we need to figure out. It's just a lot of shifting around. Trying to find that one little thing that just works. So, every time we play a team, they know it's like running into a brick wall. Or, as, as I should say, maybe running into the Green Monster. But it's just, it's, it's got to happen. They've got to figure that out. Whether it's moving, or well, they moved Kike Hernandez to shortstop. Obviously, that's not working as well as they wanted it to. So now it's just not something that, that's something we know now. So take him out, find somebody that's good at shortstop that can fit that puzzle piece, right? Finding a right fielder or left fielder that can get the ball from either corner. If we have a runner on third, can get it pretty darn close to home plate and potentially get that runner out, right? Trying to find the pieces that work. And so that way, the offensive side can still work the way it needs to as well, can still rock it at any point in the in the uh, list, right? Or in the roster, right? Any batter at any point on the roster needs to rely on one another. So if you have a lineup that is scary all the way down the list, that'd be great too, right? Where every hitter can do something and every hitter can work with one another down the line and up the line or however you want to say. So it's, it's a small stuff we need to figure out, but once we figure it out, the payoff will be huge. So now it's just a matter of making it work. It's got to. So without further ado, that's all we're going to talk about today. I want to talk about Tampa Bay right now, but I don't want to because I know we have one more game today because Friday was postponed to today. And so once the game ends, we'll talk about it over the next day or two. So until then, see what we can do tonight. And everything related to us is found at our website, foulballpodcast.com. Talk to you all soon.